The views and opinions expressed by the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there, Podcast Land. I am your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 78. Uh, you open this door. Um, I look at the policy changes uh, between the Obama administration to the current Trump administration. Uh, but before we uh, get started, let's introduce today's panel. And today we have our returning champion, Chris O'Connor. He's the owner of Liquid Entertainment and Investments, as well as having interest in uh, Jay Regal Whiskey and Office Works. We've got uh, Big Dave Elliott. He's the owner of CNP Construction. Uh, we have uh, back by popular demand, Brian Massey. He is our market analyst for True Media and our resident brain mass. And of course, the anonymous female, because she doesn't want you to know her name. Uh, but before we get into important things, let's get into important things. And first, we want to know, what are we drinking? And today, we're drinking a tried and true classic, the old fashioned. So, uh, in a rocks glass, uh, or old fashioned glass, if you have happen to be uh, that fancy. Uh, you're going to do a cube of sugar, you're going to do a splash of club soda, uh, some lemon peel, you're going to muddle that thoroughly and then add two dashes of Angostura bitters, two dashes of uh, uh, Peshad's bitters, and then two ounces of whiskey. Uh, you add ice, you stir thoroughly, and garnish with an orange zest, and you have the most classic of classic cocktails, the old fashioned. You can also use rum. You can do rum. Yes, you can. The same thing and get a similar result with a darker rum. You can do rum and yeah, and, and, and it tastes just as bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, come on, anonymous female. Uh, I say <laughs> you're not drinking uh, don't, enough. Don't listen to her out there in podcast land. She is a uh, she is a hater of uh, of whiskeys. Uh, I don't hate them. <laughs> I don't hate them, but I just don't have a taste for them. Mm, okay, because I can't. She I don't, hates them. <laughs> if I if I hated them, I wouldn't continue to try them. Yeah, this is true. She does try. Okay, okay. She does try. Um, and now that we know what we're drinking, I guess the question is, what are we smoking? And today we're smoking uh, my particular favorite brand, an Arturo Fuente uh, Don Carlos Eye of the Shark. Uh, you got 94 points on uh, Scott Fischinato. And uh, uh, it's a torpedo style um, box press. Uh, it's got some notes of cedar, uh, leather, a little little nutty flavors. And uh, 
And uh, it does have some slight hints of some cider. It's actually uh, very, it's kind of a medium to full uh, cigar and uh, it is uh, quite tasty out there. Uh, Dominican wrapper binder with a Cameroon, uh, excuse me, Dominican filler and binder with a Cameroon wrapper. And uh, at uh, 12, 12.25-ish, not a bad smoke at all. So that is what we are drinking and what we are smoking. Um, once again, I looked for RIPs and I didn't see anything that um, I thought at least anybody out there in podcast land would uh, know directly. But uh, does anybody at the table have an RIP they want to mention? Well, I forgot one last week. Um, my mother-in-law passed, 87 years old. A fine Sicilian woman who loved to cook for us and all about family and the family event and, and all those things. I've, uh, we're going out to uh, celebrate Mass for uh, this next weekend. I just wanted to tell her she was a fine woman. And I'm a lucky man to have a full mother. I love her. And you and your family have our condolences, just so you know. Um, if you didn't already. Uh, but as to not uh, end on a down note, uh, I found some birthdays that are happening today on podcast day. Uh, first, uh, the anonymous female likes this guy, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he's 41 today. Uh, if you don't know who Ryan Reynolds is, he is... Uh, you like this guy. Yeah, I do. I do. I just want to say, if you don't know who that is, <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds <clears throat> has been in a bunch of stuff, uh, but he is currently... Most recently. Deadpool. The anonymous female, is this a man you find hot? Um... I was wondering if it was that type of thing. I mean, I think he's attractive. I don't, I mean, I don't know if he's in my, no, like, top no, five. No girl crush on it or anything? No, no. I, uh, well, maybe at one, some hesitation maybe at one time. You see that, Rio? I, I, no, I did, I did, I did, okay. I did, I did. Like, maybe at one time, but no, I've always, it's kind of funny because we joke about that a lot. Like, I liked Christian Bale long before anybody really knew who Christian Bale was. You know, everybody was like, oh, Christian Bale, Batman. I'm like, I knew Christian Bale from American Psycho, Christian Bale. Like, <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was yeah, my, he was my last boyfriend. That's why I knew American Psycho. <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's attractive, but I guess I never really okay. thought about... I was just Sure. Yeah. yeah. The Machinist? Yes. The yeah. Machinist. Yes. I, I turned Mario on to that movie. He, oh he thought I was nuts watching that until the end. Yeah, I, I, I was like... Uh, no, was, not at all. He was quite unattractive. Like 92 pounds. <laughs> yeah. There was a war movie that he was in, too, where he became a, a prisoner of war and he lost a he ton lost of weight. lost a ton of weight for it, yeah. Between okay. something and Batman. But then you look at him and... Um, Reign of Fire, yeah, he was pretty attractive in that movie. But he was also, you could tell that, well, he and Matthew McConaughey both, like Matthew Whoa, McConaughey was now, like all buffed out then. Now you, now you just hit on my wife's man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matthew. Oh yeah, yeah Mr. Well, even like, like you know, right, right, right. Uh, Mario well. actually <laughs> likes to say <laughs> that, uh, that my, my one is The Rock, but um, I think maybe The Rock 
years ago the rock not like massive mountain rock that we have now <laughs> yeah like like, <laughs> like the rundown point, the rundown rock yeah at <laughs> well, some pit, point and even tie a rope off and climb up huh yeah like at some point there's just too much <laughs> too much guy <laughs> too much guy there <laughs> uh so for you sports fans out there um legendary soccer player uh, Pele uh, turned 77. Probably one of the most famous soccer goals ever when he did the bicycle kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for you uh, music fans out there who are a little bit older, you will know this one. Uh, Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic uh, turned 58 today. Uh, the king of the parody. Yeah, uh, and for all of, uh, all of, all of our, our younger listeners out there, um, and just because um, I think this kid is super cute and adorable, uh, DJ Khaled's son, Assad, uh, turned one years old today, and he is the cutest dude ever, and uh, probably the most uh, memed little person on the internet ever, because uh, DJ Khaled uh, made sure that he started making money from birth and uh and uh i think he even like had him down as the executive producer of his last album so it was crazy and he was literally just born like months old or whatever either way uh those are the uh, birthdays i found for today uh and with all that we'll be right back hey you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below, and now back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, and we are back, and before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. And so, today uh, on the party game, we've got two questions. Um, and uh, so, the first question is, uh, describe your outlook on life in six words. Uh, normally, I don't, but today I'm going to start with the anonymous female. Why? Because I look prepared? Because you, <laughs> you look more prepared than you normally do. Right? Normally you look terrified. <laughs> like, ah, oh, come on. Uh, but today you look prepared. And what is your outlook on life in six words? Mine is life happens whether ready or not. That is, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's the one I said today. I know when we originally talked about it, it was probably something completely different. Yeah, well, yeah, it was six months ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Chris, uh, I would say, think big, act bigger, love biggest. Aww, that sounds good. That is awesome. Thank you. That is awesome. That's awesome. See, there's. There's, there's help for him yet. So, so, <laughs> so big and thoughtful. Aww. Big Dave? After the shitty day I had today, it's uh, the motto I live by all the time. Every day's a new day. Okay. Tomorrow will be a new day. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't have to kill half the people I tried to kill today. <laughs> and brave ass. Uh, be humble. Outcomes are half chance. Oh. 
That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, mine, uh, I, I use all the time. Uh, uh, good times with good people. Cheers. There you go. <laughs> say, like that was real uh, hot, huh? Yeah, but I say, yeah, it was not difficult for me. Well, I think when we first talked about it, I was like, you've already got yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the I, second question. Uh, I did have one, but it went to seven words. Oh, okay. What but is it? I saw God prefers kind atheists over hateful Christians. Oh. We're going for the profound today. Great math is very profound today. All right. So, the second question in our party game today is uh, who were two role models you looked up to as a kid? And I will go back to brain mass and go around the table the other way. Two role models I looked up to as a kid. Ah. It can be real people or fictional people. And I have to say my that, brother, like my brother was, um, he was always, you know, he's, I mean, he's five years older than I am. So mm -hmm. that's kind of an easy answer just because it's far enough away, but yeah. still close enough. You're like, that's what I, and um, I think he knew that too, which was, I guess kind of at the time it wasn't that great because he'd pick on me, but then eventually it got better. Uh, and, and so that was really cool. Um, you know, he got into football and went to college, and I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do, right? Um, another role model. I don't know. Some of the... You know what, we had... I can't remember his name, unfortunately. But we had a, a substitute teacher that would come in when I was in grade school every once in a while. And he always knew how to talk to the class really well. And I thought that was really really cool how you can sit down and because you know you get some teachers some some substitute teachers in there that just that does not go well for anyone for anybody, <laughs> for anybody um, involved right and somehow it was just like he kind of seemed like a friend to the class but also had authority and it just kind of I was like you know someone who can figure that out almost immediately yeah um, where everyone trusts him and everything I thought that was really cool yeah. um, so I just tried to figure out how that worked but yeah, that's a skill. That's yeah. a real skill. He was retired, which is why he was a substitute. I'm sure, gotcha. I'm sure he was a teacher at some point. Yeah. He's good at it. Big Dave? Maynard Elliott and Paul Brady were my grandfathers. Ah. And they both lived in the same town. Maynard was a townie, and Paul was a farmer. All right. Both of them in Tupanuas. And. I got a lot of my entrepreneuring spirit from him. I certainly got a lot of my work ethic from him. On the farm, I was six years old, I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and go collect turkey eggs. Uh, Grandpa Maynard owned a bunch of duplexes and he had me out there doing repairs and fixits and painting and doing all kinds of things with him on, you know, on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily in the summer so much, some in the summer, but definitely year-round, because I, I lived in the same neighborhood they did, so I'd ride my bike up there and he'd put me to work. But they were just, uh, you know, good, solid, of-the-earth people. And they both came up through the Depression. And there was something about the folks that came through the Depression that made them a little bit special, because they went through a harder time than any of us would ever dream about going through. Mm -hmm. And they found ways to survive. 
and as everybody on this panel knows, I'm a survivor, and uh, they were a great influence to me. Awesome. Chris? Uh, <clears throat> slightly more superficial than that. I went, as a kid, Roger Staubach, for sure. Okay. Loved him. Right. I, I should have known at least one of them was going to be football. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> sit there and draw neighborhood plays all day long instead of doing schoolwork. Um, and then, uh, as I got a little older, it would have been Michael Stein from R.E.M. Just mm. seemed to... There's always some musician out there who you think finds the voice in the things you yeah, want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. when you have weird teen angst and shit like that. Very he true. was always that dude. Very weird teenage so. angst. Yeah, everybody has it one way or another. Yeah, I don't just, know why teens are so angsty. <laughs> but because it's true. They, because they don't, they're, they don't, it's too many emotions. They don't know how to deal with those. Yeah, it's very true. And then I'm seeing Probably um, my Aunt Rosie and my Uncle Jim, who are married. Um, they're just good people when I, I mean, when I was growing up and have continued to be. And I was say, still nice folks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I had a, a God, no, oh, Mr. Grubbs. I was like, I had a, a teacher in high school that I really looked up to. Um, he was my criminology teacher. Hmm. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm a biology <laughs> teacher. That was Virginia Durden. Hmm. That was definitely an influence on me, too. Sometimes, and, and you had a teacher, too. It's kind of funny. Teachers can really make a difference oh, in the first definitely. watch sometimes. They Very definitely so. can make a difference. I remember my, uh, in uh, college, I had uh, my copyright law teacher um, so I went to went to school for music business and my copyright law teacher um, I used to love her and I cannot remember her name to save my life but I liked her so much because she didn't uh, you know she didn't kind of coddle to us she was a lawyer herself and she um, taught us and uh, gave us homework and exams the way she took them in law school. So it was a lot of long form essay. So you really had to know what you were talking about. But it made us get into, uh, into study groups and, and, uh, and, and really learn the material. And, uh, and, I, I was, and, and she was, and like you say, she was one of those people from the beginning. She well, seemed like your friend, but she also, you knew she had authority in that room. And, uh, but she was a nice lady. But I think my two were probably, you know, uh, obvious or not so obvious, were probably uh, my granddad and my pop, you know. Um, I you figured know, that's who you were going to say. You would say that. Yeah, my, uh, my granddad was, uh, and, and my pop were just, just good guys, you know. Um, you know, like to say, kind of salt of the earth, do anything for you if they can. Um, uh, incredible work ethics, and uh, and just a lot of how you treat people, how you treat the opposite sex, you know, all that. You know, I really learned from you know watching how they interacted with their spouses and the family at large, and and uh, and uh, and I really, really always. Always and still do, um, you know. Look up to them. God rest both of them. Um, so, out there in podcast land, 
I can promise you some of Rio's best stories come from him as a kid staying at his grandparents' house. Oh yeah, I got some amazing there, there's stories. There's some great stories. And one, you know what? And one of these days, and one of these days, we're gonna have to do a show that's just completely just telling stories about memories of our grandparents. Oh yes, actually. It's memories of our father. Yeah, memories we remember of our grandparents. grandparents. Yeah, because there's some good stories there. Oh yeah, I got I got a, cu a couple of really good ones about granddad, and I got a couple of really good ones about grandma too, on my on my mom's side. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's some great memories in there. So uh, anybody out there in podcast land, feel free. Think about who the two people were that influenced you. And, uh, and if you feel so inclined, uh, leave those down in the comment section because we'd love to know. Uh, and with that, we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 